This is street music. I'm walking towards a cafe where I can sit down and work. I've got a laptop in the bag with me. I've got a iPhone charger as well. One of these uh, light things that will charge the phone about five times if you have it fully charged up. I'm at uh, what's called Paul Street, Paul Street Shopping Centre and I'm being passed by a traffic warden. This is a pedestrianised area here. That's the music, music playing in uh, Gino's Gelato, authentic Italian gelateria, gelateria, Gela gelateria, I think. Now let me see, is this the street that I should be walking up along? I think it is Carey's Lane, yes, Carey's Lane. I'm passing the pub called the Linen Weaver, Weaver. Outside the pub are huge numbers, well, large numbers of barrels, including a barrel of Adnam's ghost ship. Interesting. I don't think, and a, and a barrel of Coors Light, a few bars, and then Shipyard Pale Ale. I'm now passing American Outlet beautyoutlet.ie outlet.ie and I'm going into Duke's Coffee Company Duke's Coffee Company an independent coffee place Daisy. and I'm going upstairs Better go upstairs and come down and order what I want. As I go up the stairs, I see Cork Coffee Weekend, 23rd, 25th of March. Oh, it's well Welcome to my mobile studio. Paul Omani heading to Blarney, where I kissed the Blarney stone once, and as a consequence, have the gift of the gab means I could talk the hind legs off a donkey if the donkey gave me a chance. But this is a car cast. Yeah, car cast. And it's... Oh no it isn't, I'm not on lemur, but it's 
Anyway, in the car, recording. I'm going to play, see what's on the Irish radio now. Let's see what, well, let's find out. It might be of some interest to you. We all come to a standstill. You think we'd be used to it by now. But, you know, you just don a raincoat and a hat and an umbrella and a pair of wellies, you know, a pair of trainers, and, and off you go. I think we kind of need to be a bit more resilient. And that inbuilt resilient would help our kids as well. Okay, tell us about your school, whether they're uh, actively involved in Active Schools Week, whether they got one of these flags for their, what do you call the flags? Active flag. Active flag, what it says on the tin. Thank you indeed, Sheena Horgan, media... Okay, that's... Oh, I shouldn't have cut that off, actually. You might have been interested to know who she was. And I didn't uh, cut them off because I wasn't interested. I cut them off because I wanted to play you another station. like the Manhattan Transfer's version of that as well, but they're the King's Men from uh, the King's College in Cambridge. The Nightingale sang in Barclay Square and a few. Well, if you're curious with your music and you like uh, it's specially uh, and carefully curated choice of classical and jazz and folk and world music, well, I'm going to point you in a particular direction right now. April 29th, 1899, saw the birth of one of the most influential figures in jazz. We celebrate the music of the great Duke Ellington this weekend on Vespertine. Take the V train with me, Ella Cranach, 10 p.m. Friday through Sunday on RTE Lyric FM. I like it. Looking forward to it. All aboard, as they say. Well, that's Ireland's classical radio station. The equivalent, I suppose, of classic FM in the UK. Uh, not as highbrow as, by any means, as BBC Radio 3. So let's see now what this program called Today FM has. This is a uh, uh, drive time, afternoon drive time, because it's uh, nearly a quarter to f uh, five. People well in advance of the enactment of this legislation, so we will be in a position to deal with the waiting times. We've already taken on an additional 23 driving testers over the past 18 months, and we'll have a further eight starting in May. We've managed to increase the capacity through these sort of measures from mid two and a half thousand tests per week to well over three thousand now. So we are making inroads, and we will continue to do that. Okay, Maya Murdoch, Chief Executive of the Road Safety Authority, and Imelda Munster from Sinn Fein. Thank you very much for joining us here on the Last Word this evening. Coming up, we're going to be hearing about increased sentences for burglars after a major decision in the Court of Appeal today, and also why the latte levy will not be introduced now. It seems that's after this. Well, that's interesting because. There was a story recently highlighting the shortage of uh, testers, people to test uh, um, people on their driving skills. And as a consequence of that, the big backup of people who want to do their test and get a license to drive. So whether, whether that's a rosy complexion being put on the situation by the chief executive of the Road Safety Authority, who is almost certainly in charge of this area, I have no way of knowing. 
let's go now to um, the national radio station called RTE Radio 1. Apparently, Liverpool, the Liverpool Football Club have requested that uh, they hang a, um, a, a Dundoin um, shirt on their dressing room walls to sort of inspire them for the next leg of the Champions League. So, uh, everybody just say what a great guy he is. He's, he's, he's got three kids who are, I think, late, late teens, early 20s, and uh, just seen a totally innocent fan being caught up in, in, in awful um, violence. Separately as well, there were other Italian men charged with offences outside of the Anfield ground. What was that about? There was, there was one other um, Italian guy charged, um, a guy called Eduardo uh, Ranali. Um, he appeared on his own. He appeared uh, in connection with, with the same game at Anfield on Tuesday night. Uh, and his, um, his charges against him were uh, throwing, co throwing coins he threw two 20, 20p coins. Uh, in the direction of the playing field, uh, and he tries to be seen jumping, jumping up and down on the seat, attempting to break it. He, his, his case was dealt with pretty quickly today. He um, pleaded guilty to both offences um, and was uh, sentenced, given a fine and court costs, and, a, and an order which effectively bans him from attending uh, matches in Liverpool, as, uh, England, and, and Wales. So, the first uh, part of that story is about the, well, I call it the murder, really, uh, the killing of a uh, football, a person at a football match um, by uh, people who are, it's alleged, are football supporters for Roma, the football team, obviously the football team from Rome. But, um, so there, that's, uh, that's a little bit. I've arrived at my destination. I'm now going to... Record a radio program. Bye for now. When's the last time you went to the dentist? Yep. And uh, when's the last time you went to the dentist while your breath was smelling and hoped that the dentist would be able to, to uh, help you to recover from that? Well, I said that to Louis. And he looked at me and I said, all right, my boy, you are coming to the dentist. So I am now going to collect Louis from the dentist. And I do hope that they have whitened his teeth. And I do hope that he'll have a really fresh, that they've used very good toothpaste on him. So we will now find out what it's like. So I'm going into the vet. To be in, he had to not eat any food uh, this morning. He could just drink water, and the poor creature must be really, really hungry. So here goes in the entrance to the vet. Yeah, so they can be very kind of 
pinnetje wit dat je sometimes weet niet, and other times they don't. Um, it, it can be down to the reason why he was cremated or euthanized, or it can also be, is it part of your, your package, as it uh, okay. really. So um, we, can, we can send away for everything, including the group or the euthanasia, but they generally don't pay for the cremation part of it. Okay. They would pay for the, the euthanasia. Okay. So we can we can send away for everything. I mean, if you think it's one hundred percent, no chance they will pay. But if you think there's a well, some sort of a sometimes they do. You see, okay. so um, like when we claim, we'll give them the breakdown of the organisation is X amount, and then the group cremation, the option for group cremation, so they won't pay for that. That stuff. Um, so like if you want to pay for the or sorry, private cremation. If you want to pay for the cremation now, yeah. and leave the it's the charity seventy for the the euthanasia, and then the rest of it is what the cremation won't um, charge. Okay. So if you want to pay for the cremation now, and if they don't have seventy, you can pay for seventy, and then the same the pay comes Okay. Back. So what's the cremation for you? Uh, I don't think his hearing is very good. Oh. oh. Well, actually, the lady who sent me a text this morning said she cleaned his ears they, out. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, they said there was yeah there was a good bit of dirt. Yeah. Down, so they were yeah so they were to clean out yeah. Because so, uh, I have had the impression that his hearing is weak, put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Um, I didn't, and I kind of was wondering: is there any way of? 
finding out how, but the lady who was here this morning told me that there was something complicated that involved using ultrasound in order to be able to... Oh yeah, uh, you, you can know. test their hearing, yeah. you test the eardrum more so... Um, well that sounded like a big operation to me. Yeah, since yeah. the since it's the dog is not a prize winner at Crofts, <laughs> I think we might uh, uh, won't be breeding from. Uh, um, yeah. So how much do I owe you? No, it's one hundred and fifteen for the dental. Yeah. Right, right. So and look, I'll be getting him there. Oh, thank you. I'm sure he will be extremely keen to. Out. I know he'll be happy to. Was be. he quiet earlier on? Though? I'm I'm not too not sure. sure. <laughs> I wasn't here for the yeah. day. I was in our yeah. practice. Um, yeah. Even though I was here when you dropped him off, and I'm here now. <laughs> um, but here, I'd say generally they're kind of knocked out for the day. Um, oh, right. When when they get the and anaesthetic, he'll so. he'll, he'll uh, be hungry. Hello. Yeah. So you can give him a bit to eat tonight, oh, a small yeah, bit. Oh definitely. And water. Well, you say a small like. bit. You mean he shouldn't have the usual full amount? I wouldn't overload his stomach. A bit light yeah. this evening. Yeah. Keep, yeah. keep it easy. This evening. If you half his normal amount, his normal evening right. amount, um, right. just not to overload the stomach yeah. after yeah. an anaesthetic really. Why do you do that? Why does he do it's that? It's sensational after his ears have been cleaned out. He's been doing a, a bit more of that recently. Okay, so that, yeah, that's probably why everything was bothering him then, so he's been doing that the last few okay. weeks. But now that he's come back here today, now that he's cleaned out, um, he's been more the sensation. Perfect. And what's the surname? So I'll pass it to you. My name is Lindy Of course. I can't remember her taking this. Yeah, but we would have taken uh, your detail. Yeah. So it's just a kind of a revisit, so to check Well, no, they just, yeah, they just told me to pop in the person because he wants yeah. to take care. Oh, and I couldn't send him on people. <laughs> oh, perfect. And he's broken small walls because of it. Um, because um, obviously, I don't know, they wanted to see if he was here, hearing. Because that was our second trip back on the Monday when they had to do the procedure. Okay. So they just said to come in Thursday just to double check okay. it. Yeah, perfect. No bother.
Recording. Completely forgot that I was recording. So there we are. Hi, my fella. There was madness in my kitchen this evening. Absolute madness. And it was recorded on audio. And then it was lost. So it was, you could say, the one that got away. Roger overnight and I, Roger overall and I gathered for a gin and tonic tasting. I think we tasted about five gins and three tonics. And there was lemon and there was lime and there was orange and there was basil, and there was ice, and there was water involved. And did I say three types of tonic? Yes. Anyway, it was all great fun, uh, but unfortunately, the audio recording is gone. However, there's a very long piece on Periscope which is where it became really zany and it was lovely really and I'm not going to go back because what I want to do is out walking with Louis, poor dog has come back from having had an anaesthetic today and had his teeth cleaned and had his ears cleaned out but he hasn't had a run yet and that was hours ago and all he's done is be in and out of the car he doesn't like to be left in the house while I go for even a 15-minute drive in the car. Anyway, it's damp out here tonight. There are no stars about, none at all. All the people, most of the people, sensible people, are gone to bed. I think it might be about quarter to twelve. But I'm very, very fortunate to have a place, a space, which I can walk around this time of the evening. Well, any time, really, but walk around this time of the evening without being bothered by who might be on the other side of that dustbin, for example. It's a, it's a, it's a very nice place to be, I have to say. I'm a very fortunate person. There's a car, 2014, another one, 2017, 2014, 2015. Yeah, most of these houses here have got two cars. Not all of them, mind you, but most have. A 2008 and a 2004. 2016, 2010. Anyway, I won't carry on in this vein. The dog is now looking into the bin checking out <laughs> this nose up in the air, checking out what's in the bin. He's a gun dog, trained as a gun dog, Cha trained, trained to, to chase birds up in the sky so that they can be shot. Yeah, he's repentant though, yes, he's been to confession and he's 
He's vowed never to chase birds up in the air so they can be shot ever again. No. And I, I, I have to admire him, really, because it takes a lot of courage to turn your back on what you've been brought up to do. And you know, he had a very stern training, admittedly benign, but still quite strict. And you know what? He doesn't show any signs of resentment against the way he was brought up. I think he just has accepted it and moved on. I think he's moved on and he's now... He's gone through a period of wondering whether he was just going to be with us for a weekend or something like that. So he didn't really... But he now I think he's settled down. With a, I think he has a bit of confidence that he has a home. Maybe a little early to say that accurately. My goodness, there is, I thought it was an azalea, but it isn't. I have one of these in the garden. It's red and orange, strong orange, perhaps even a strong pink as well. It's got white flowers on it and green leaves. If Barbara KB was here, she'd be able to tell me what that was. Anyway, everything has suddenly, in the last week, greened. This is like the greening of Glanmire. Yeah, a week back, there was nothing growing. And even my daughter was completely in awe of the colours coming back onto the trees around here. Because in the middle of the winter, and in the middle of the, the spring, if you like, the trees are very grey because there, is no, there are no greens, no green tones. Ah, on we go. This is life. That's all it is. It's, it's life. This is what it's like to be alive. This is what it's like to be able to make sounds that other people, hopefully, even myself, hopefully, will be able to make sense of. Now, I need to do something I've never done before on audio. I'm not going to tell you what it is.
I'm by a holly tree. Well, they're such lovely trees, aren't they? And if there's another holly nearby, there's a good chance of getting uh, berries, red berries at Christmas time. My goodness, that bin is blue. That bin is blue. It's going to a company called Country Clean. Come on, Louis, where are you going to? Where are you going to? It's rained earlier, so there are big droplets of water, big droplets of rain on the back of the cars. Yeah, I'd like to go home now. I'd like to go back into the kitchen and tidy it up because it's one heck of a mess. gave up practicing whistling because I used a real whistle. Let me see if I can use it again. I'm not going to wake anybody on the estate. Oh God, that must have been very loud. because I haven't a clue. And I should be very relaxed walking along towards home. I'm going to turn around and keep going. Ah, anyway, how are you? How are you keeping? Are you well? I hope you are. I hope you're very well. This is my way up. This is displacement uh, therapy here. I'm talking to you as if I'm really interested in how you are. Well, I'm, the only thing I'm interested in is where's the dog? Because I can't go all the way home and not have a dog with me. Probably come round the corner any minute. <laughs> On the other hand, I might lose my nerve and walk backwards and go back to where I last saw him. Oh, Louis, come on. This is not a pleasant experience. I should be... Well, I could be. Not should. I could be having a... Nice, relaxing walk home. Instead, I'm having a having mixed feelings, put it that way. Bit of an abstract way of putting it, but I have feelings of, oh, it's lovely to be outside. And the other feeling is, where the hell is this dog? Oh, look, I have to go back. I cannot. Okay, Louis, you win. Oh, here he is. Oh, God. Okay, one up to you, Louis. You. Ah, you know what? Oh, ye of little faith. That was a biblical phrase, wasn't it? 
just when you think <laughs> you know you didn't trust us that little extra bit no no no, no. You, you lost your confidence in me that's what Louis is saying Responses. Look, I'm only human. To fail is human. To be human is to fail. Yeah. All life is a succession of failures. I've probably said this before. Well, I know I've said it to some people before. My, I began life failing to satisfy my parents. They really weren't satisfied with me as an infant. I was their eldest son, their eldest child. So what did they do? They had another child. Yeah, that's what they did. Well, good for them. If I wasn't good enough for them, why shouldn't I have another child? If I had been better, and they had been more satisfied with me, maybe I'd have been an only child. Oh, yeah. Not enough first children realize that they fail to satisfy their parents. Yeah. Now, of course, nobody says to the firstborn child, you weren't good enough for me, so your father and I had another child. No, they don't say that, because they're kind and considerate. Nobody wants to tell the firstborn that they were a failure. And I can only say this because I am a firstborn. Now, where's the dog? Oh dear, I can't go into the house without the dog. I tell you that for nothing. Oh. Louis, you're driving me crazy. And I'm feeling so hazy. Will you please come back? Um, I've had enough of your attack. Come on, you crazy. Come on. Come on. Come on. Mm. Okay, I'm not moving very far from you. I, you're, okay, whenever you come, I call you a very good dog. Because the dog psychologists tell me that I shouldn't admonish you. Yeah. Right. Now he's into number two. I think he likes number two. He always spends a bit of time hanging around number two. There you are, Louis, thank goodness you're not hanging around. Anyway, thanks very much for being good company. Good night.